G'day, g'day. This is the final episode from me this year. I have one more coming up next week with the amazing Mitch Wallace, but I got a question from one of my dear friends last week, and that was about the Sunday blues. And we all have Sundays and we all show up in some way, shape or form on a Monday. And if you aren't loving that Monday morning or you're dreading your Sunday afternoons, I got you covered. Let's dive in. G'day, g'day. I love this question and it was posed by one of my beautiful friends to me last Sunday night, actually. Um, So hopefully we can get this podcast out, you know, this week. So it'll be well before Sunday. So you can start to get a little curious with that feeling that's hopefully not coming up for you. But if it is, don't panic. I've got you covered and it's not the end of the world, but those Sunday night blues can be really unnerving and it's shit. Like if your anxiety starts to go up or your, that angst starts to come in or you start to get depressed at the thought of going to work on Monday or the school run or whatever it is that's coming up for you, it's robbing you of some of your weekend. And then I've got a lot to say on this topic actually, because we all know our feelings are messengers and you know, there's so much that we can unpack there and play with. And you wouldn't be feeling this way if it wasn't for a little seed of something that has crept in there. And that's what I want to get to. But um, I also, maybe that's another episode for next year, is creating a life that we don't need a vacation from. And part of that has nothing to do with you know, the external stuff, it's all internal. It's all the way that we're choosing to perceive everything. And actually, you know what, that has a lot to do with this topic as well, because perception is everything. Our mindset and how we choose to go about our days and the story and the narrative that we attach to everything will directly influence our whole entire lives, our days. Like that's just, there's no other way around that. So first, why do these anxious feelings show up like on a Sunday afternoon or whenever it is? Like I remember um, even when I loved my job, like I've worked autonomously for over 10 years now. So while I haven't gone into an office, I've still had to show up in a variety of ways on, you know, on a Monday. And even when I loved my job so much, I remember that anxious feeling coming up Um, on a Sunday afternoon in fear of, you know, and I've unpacked this, like, what if I haven't got everything right? What if I could actually start doing something now? What if I have missed something over the weekend? What if something's gone on? What if I've got to put out some fires? All that what if, what if, what if? And basically doubted my ability to handle it and just wondered if there was something that I could do to get a jump on it. And if I reverse engineered it and backtracked it enough, it came down to fear of me not being enough and not being able to handle whatever life was going to throw at me that week. And then again, digging even deeper, worrying that I was going to be judged or people would think that I was shit or not doing my job properly. And I didn't want that because I obviously didn't have a high enough belief in myself or my ability to deliver, which is just not true. I was great at that role. Um, and I can say that 
with confidence. Yeah, I kicked up. I was great at that role. I loved that role. You know, so it doesn't necessarily mean that you hate your job, but that also could be something to do with it. Um, but it can just show up. But it's got to do with the little seed and the limiting belief that whatever it is for you. So why do they show up? It's I, I There's no blanket reason for this. Like I'm sure you could go into some scientific quadrant of it but basically I can't give you a one-size-fits-all do this and your Sundays will be kick-ass and you'll feel great like that's just not my jam and that's just horseshit because everybody has been through something everyone's experiences are different everyone's why that you're feeling that way is different and that is totally okay but what I really want you to do is get curious with that don't try and brush over it like I want you to reverse engineer it. Like I was just speaking about, I wonder why this is coming up for me. When does this start? When do I start feeling a little funky? What triggers it? Wonder why that is. And then you'll get to a surface level. Oh, it's because it's Sunday and I don't want to go to work or I'm nervous about this. Okay. Yeah, sweet. Why do you think that is? Right. And then you get a little bit deeper. Well, I'm just throwing some shit out here. So this is going to be totally different for you. But, you know, well, I am worried that, you know, I'm a customer is going to come in and I'm not going to know what to say. Okay, well, that's fair enough. Like some customers can be rude as fuck. But why don't you believe that you'll know what to say? Well, because, you know, what if I got it wrong and I'm doubting myself? Okay, so why are you doubting yourself? Right? And you track back, track back. Well, because I, I don't believe I'm good enough. Aha. Okay. Aha. And I point the finger. Not when I'm coaching with you. I promise I always meet it with compassion. But this is the sort of work that sometimes you need someone else or you can really benefit from someone else asking the questions because you might stop a few layers above. But when you're working with a coach or a healer or a mentor, we don't generally just stop at the surface level stuff. And I mean, in the work that I do, I'm not interested in going back, you know, and making you relive all the painful moments of your past. I don't think that's helpful. In a lot of cases, it definitely does when you're trying to reparent yourself and understand that. But, you know, in terms of there's a whole lot to be said for being able to get through your day better understand yourself better and once you have that little bit of information then you can choose how you want to experience it in your now that's what I care about is how you are navigating your now and if we have to trek back to understand it a little bit great let's do that but let's not unpack and live there let's acknowledge it understand it and then bring it forward to now and see how we can move through with as fewer casualties as possible because you know that's where I'm at so how once you've got the seed of what it is like how do you navigate that like I know like my beautiful friend was saying you know so many articles say like just go for a walk or take a hot bath that's great you know I am all for self-care however If you're just using self-care to put a band-aid over the symptom of your anxiety, your fear, whatever emotion it is that's coming up, you're not actually getting to the cause of it. You are instead just putting a band-aid over it. 
You know what I mean? You're just like, I want to make this feeling go away. What can I do to avoid it? I don't want you to avoid it. Like I want you to understand it. I want you to experience it. And then I want you to consciously choose ways to help it move through your body, to help you shift it and, you know, carry on and make more conscious choices around how that story is going to play out for you in your future. So how are you going to navigate them? Once you've reverse engineered it, then, you know, then you can use the walk or the bath or something like that to help you process for sure, but not mask the symptoms. So I am going to suggest here zero judgment for the cause. Definitely, you know, whatever comes up for you, meet it with compassion. Find out the story that you're telling yourself, get right to the nitty gritty of it, and then show yourself compassion and decide whether that is true for you. Decide whether, you know, not wanting to go to work in case you mistake is something that you actually want to give airtime to decide whether you actually really do believe that you're going to like fuck up the whole company and burn the house down decide whether you really want to believe that people are going to think that you've got nothing of value to add decide whether you want to believe that you're going to have a really hectic time at school drop off you can choose another way Right, we can just like you've chosen to pick up that story and you've been gathering evidence to support that and feeling anxious about feeling anxious, like you're feeling anxious on a Sunday afternoon about whatever is about to come and it hasn't even happened yet. So you're getting anxious about getting anxious, you're getting anxious about feeling stupid, you're getting anxious about feeling dread, you're getting anxious about an event, like you're future tripping right? When you're on a Sunday and you're worrying about tomorrow, you're like, you've just, you've, you're time traveling and it hasn't even happened. Like, can you see that? So when this comes up for you and you've acknowledged it and you've gotten to the root cause of it, because you probably only need to get to the root cause of it a couple of times, and then you're going to fast track it. And it's going to be much quicker because that feeling will come up and you'll be like, oh, I know why this is. Okay. Yeah. That's not true for me anymore. You meet it with compassion and then you can either like, I really do encourage movement. It's like somatic healing. There's an episode with Claire Obeid on this podcast as well, which talks about somatic healing, which is using not only like talk therapy, which is sort of like you know, what we're doing now, I guess. Um, it's also using movement and tapping and, you know, whatever dancing to help your body shift, morph and move emotions. And that is part of what I really want us to start to do. We don't get stuck in them. I don't want us to get stuck in this fearful spiral. I want us to acknowledge. I want us to feel empowered by it and understand it and release it. So that is how we move through, right? You acknowledge, you accept that that's what it is, that that's what's coming up for you. You get to choose again, right? And then you move it through. So all of these feelings are messengers, right? Like, that's all that this anxiety is coming up for you. It's important that you get to the cause of it. Understand it. I mean, you know, like if you can't change the Monday schedule, 
right, of what it's going to do. Change the fucking narrative that you're carrying around it, but heal it within the process. Does that make sense? Feelings are messengers. There's no right. There's no wrong. And that's another thing. Don't get pissed at yourself for feeling how you're feeling on a Sunday. Don't go, oh, I shouldn't be feeling anxious. I don't even know what this is about. I'm ruining my Sunday. Well, hello. That, if you say that, it's like, you know, when someone tells you not to worry, don't worry. Like, just don't worry. It's like, oh, gee, thanks, Sharon. That's some really fucking helpful advice. No, back in your box, Sharon. It's not helpful. It's not helpful to tell me not to worry because that just makes me mad and then worried. Um... Poor Sharon and Karen cop it a lot. And Janet, they cop it a lot on the memes. I love memes. Um, yeah, so that's the thing. Like once you've got to the seed and you can change the narrative by understanding the situation, that's awesome. You know what would be even and even better is if it's situational, like you really don't want to go into work because it's not a healthy environment for you then that is something entirely different obviously you can change the narrative around that which is great and things like I'll accept it if it does is great for meeting that um, fearful what if what if what if because you will you'll accept it and handle a hundred percent of the shit that is coming your way because you've done it in the past and I totally know that about you even though we've probably never fully met your track record for getting through everything so far is 100%. So kudos to you. I knew I liked you for a reason. <laughs> but yeah, so if you can change the narrative, great. If you are in somewhere unhealthy, a toxic environment, can you and is it possible for you to start looking elsewhere to change the situation because if you can't change the way that you feel about the situation because the situation is goddamn awful maybe it's time to start looking at the situation itself and putting your mental health and your well-being above all else now I know that like quitting your job like I don't suggest for a second that everyone goes in and just like flips their boss the bird although if they deserve it power to you but maybe it's time to start looking elsewhere like look at what you can start getting your cv ready for applying for different jobs start looking at different courses that you can take to up level your skill set so that you can apply for different jobs or if you know if there's conversations that need to be had or interactions or relationships with people that you just don't want to have anymore for goodness sakes woman Build a boundary around what you need. Work out where your energy leaks are and protect yourself. Please stop showing up to closed doors. Please start paying attention to where your energy is being sucked from your soul and take the steps that you need to build a life that you don't need a vacation from right and I'm not talking about everyone you know being able to go and work on Hamilton Island it's just like a big fucking party all the time I'm talking about finding a way to either a view your life your work your circumstance in a way that is going to serve you 
or B, change your situation. Both of those are available to every single person. One of them. One of either of those is what I meant to say. Available to every single person right now. If you can't change the situation, change the way you feel about the situation. And that is going to go a really long way to understanding what that fear and that anxiety is and that whole, you know, Sunday afternoon blues is coming up for you and put you in a better relationship with yourself because anxiety is not the enemy. Depression and feeling depressed is not the end of the world, especially when you choose to learn from it, grow from it and understand it and it's like it's not about going through life feeling joy all the time that would be way too intense and we couldn't handle it's not about feeling like all like double gunning it through life like woo you know how you make those two like if you don't know what I mean by double gunning it it's like you know you make those two pistols with your your hands like one on each hand and people are like woo walking through with them in the air that's double gunning it (laughs) I'm totally doing it. And if you're not doing it right now, give it a try. It's really funny. Um, It's not about living at that level all the time. So when these feelings come up for us, don't freak out and think that something's wrong. Instead, get curious with them, get curious with it and start to have that conversation where you're a student of your emotions, where you're a student of your feeling and you evolve with them Or you're destined to repeat the same thing over and over. And I, for one, do not believe that I want to keep living the same day, day in and day out. I want to be curious. I want to understand what's coming up for for me. I want to learn. And that's what all of this is about. That is what these podcasts are about. So I hope there has been some tidbits in there that if you are navigating the Sunday afternoon blues or the, you know, Monday morning freak outs and start to get curious about where it's coming from, why you're feeling that way, where's the seed and then meet it with compassion. Don't try and avoid it. Instead, understand it and then choose how you wish to proceed. Do you want to move through and dance it out and shift it? Do you want to meet it with a really positive affirmation? Like I'll accept it if it does or how I like stay true and move through or whatever it is for you. Or if it's the actual situation, then is there something proactive that you can do now? Like I remember with a job that I didn't love and I hated it and it sucked the life from me many, many years ago. I would meet it with, this is not who I am. This is just what I do. It's not who I am. This is just what I do, right? And that really helped because you don't have to always love your nine to five, whatever that main gig is for you. But if that nine to five gives you the ability to enjoy your family and pay your bills or in like you've it fuels the the fire and the financial capacity to enjoy your side hustle and your passion project, then that is awesome. Viewing your job or your nine to five or whatever your hours are as the, the means that allows you to live the rest of your life on purpose and in purpose and in 
in love, you know what I mean? Then that's a pretty ace setup, you know? Not very many people get to make money 100% from their passion. Like, honestly, in the scheme of things, like, let's be real. If you are in the minority of people who get to make money from their passion, fucking A, that is fantastic. But the larger part of the world and the population turn up to a job that may not be their 100% sole pursuit However, it could be the very thing that allows them to enjoy their sole purpose and their sole pursuit way more. And it allows them to support their family. It allows you to, you know, go travel and do amazing things, or it allows you to pay your rent and your electricity bills. Don't put so much pressure on your nine to fiver to be everything to you. It can just be the thing that you do that allows you to do the things that you want better. I hope that helps. So as I was saying, this will be the last podcast from me for this year, for this season, season one. This will be, there'll be 35 episodes in total. Mitch Wallace will be the episode next week. And I'm telling you, I think it's my favorite. I honestly think, well, I personally had the most aha moments in it and if you have a loved one or there's someone like a friend or relative partner who has mental health issues which hello 90% of the population will at some point so we all know someone this episode is going to be so insightful especially for the men in our life in terms of how can we support the men in our life better with their mental health and relating to them about their mental health. Like, honestly, there were so many fucking light bulb moments and you'll hear me laughing because I'm cringing at some of the things that I've done, which like in previous relationships years and years and years ago, thinking I was doing the right thing, but, you know, not. And that's how we learn, you know, like, It's just such an important episode. So that is coming up. But if this resonated with you, this episode, the Sunday Night Blues, or you have a girlfriend who is navigating that, please share it along. Please comment on the Instagram posts or leave a review. I would be so, so grateful. And one more thing before I go. If you have read Messy or Becoming Brave and you loved it, I would be so fucking grateful if you would jump onto Booktopia or Goodreads and leave a review there. That helps me so, so much to get the book up the charts, which means that, you know, that's my job is to write the words and then hopefully sell them and, you know, be able to keep doing podcasts and doing my work. So your reviews and your words and your shares mean more to me than you will ever, ever know. So I hope that you got something from this episode. Let me know if it helps you in any way, because that's what it's all about. Have a great day, guys. Bye.